Woods Podcast. This episode tells a story about a rabbit and a carrot in a garden. There's always been a rabbit coming around my garden for many years. Some years it gets in and eats some of our plants and it's frustrating. But at the same time, it's pretty fun to see the rabbit run around and try to find that food. This story doesn't necessarily directly relate to that, but many of my stories are based on some experience in my life or something that happens more recently. And so the garden that I grow and the rabbit that I see, that's why it's tied into this story. But the other aspect of it is really about the growing of plants and vegetables in a garden. My son's really into the garden as well, and he's always enjoyed watching things grow from the beginning of the seed to the large plant and the fruit or vegetable that comes on it. And this story kind of embodies that. How does how does that happen? And how do those what happens to a, a vegetable and fruit after it's done? So I try to bring them to life in this story and make me think about those times of watching things grow and the magic that is a garden. So if you have a garden, as you listen to the story, think about how this may really happen in your garden. The Living Garden Mona the rabbit lived near a garden. The garden was made up of lots of vegetables, and she always called the man who tended it the farmer, although the man was just a man living in a house and just had a small garden in his mind. He enjoyed it, but he definitely didn't enjoy seeing Mona around. He was afraid she was going to eat up his vegetables, and he would not have a nice harvest. So he tried to set some traps up, but Mona was a little smarter than that, and she knew how to avoid those traps. One day, after the man had tended the garden, Mona hopped over the short little fence that the man put up. He must have thought it was tall enough to keep her out, but it wasn't. She had some big hops. She looked around in the garden for a little bit, until she found what she thought was a nice carrot to eat. She pulled that carrot out from the top ends of its leaves, and before she took a bite, she noticed that the carrot had big eyes and a mouth, and all of a sudden, it started talking to her. Why did you take me out of a perfectly good soil? I am not ripe yet. Please put me back in there so I can grow and get bigger. Mona didn't respond. She didn't know how to respond. So the carrot said, Obviously, if you can't answer my questions, then I definitely need to be put back into the garden, in the soil, and be covered up. Mona wasn't sure if she was hallucinating or what, but she felt like it was probably not a good idea to eat this carrot right now. She put the carrot back in the garden and covered it up a little bit of soil. But then she could hear, I am not totally covered. Cover me up with more soil. So she covered up the carrot with more soil. And she hopped out of the garden and ran off to the closest fields to find some other food to eat for the day. Mona stayed away from the garden for about a week before she returned. This time, she checked the same carrot and pulled it out of the ground. And the carrot was bigger, but it also still had those eyes and a mouth. And the carrot said, I thought I told you to not pick me till I was ripe. Now put me back into the ground. This time, Mona was not speechless and responded, I was just checking to see if you were ripe yet. So you're telling me you don't know when a carrot is ripe? The carrot said. I guess not. You know when a carrot is ripe? When my head starts to come above the ground and my leaves start to fall over. That's how you tell when I'm ripe. I didn't realize that. I guess I just learned something today. So I guess I'll put you back in the garden and check on you later. So she put the carrot back in the ground, covered it up, and hopped away. Every day she would come back and check on that garden. 
She never saw any carrots that were ripe yet. She was getting a little impatient, waiting for these carrots to ripen. The next day, Mona went back into the garden. This time, she wasn't looking for a ripe carrot. She was looking to talk to a carrot, and she pulled the carrot out of the ground. Now before you get upset, I don't want to eat you yet. I just want to talk to you. You want to talk to a carrot? That seems pretty strange. What do you want to talk about? I just want to understand a little bit more about carrots. I've never got a chance to talk to one before, and I don't know that I will again. So what kind of carrot are you? Well, I'm a pretty standard carrot. I'm a big orange carrot. I'm not purple or white like some of these other carrots. But I'm also not perfectly sweet either. I guess that's all I can say about what kind of carrot I am. Okay, thanks for explaining that. How is it living in the soil all the time? Sometimes I bury myself into a hole, but I'm not surrounded by dirt entirely. It's not all bad. It can be lonely at times, not being able to talk to others. But it's nice and cool in there on those hot days. I do like your hair, or that's what I call it, your leaves coming out of your head. And I do look forward to the day that I can eat you. Now that I think about it, I've been talking to you so much that maybe it will be a little weird to eat a carrot that I've talked to. Oh, I think you'll be all right. See, I actually won't be eaten if you wait till I'm ripened. Because when the carrot ripens, I go back into the soil. What do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. Well, what happens is, I go back into the soil, and I help another plant grow. The next season, it's kind of a circle of life. I'm kind of the nutrients, I guess you'd say. The problem could be, if you eat me before I am ripe, well then, you will have eaten me. And I will not go back into the soil. So that's why it's important that you wait until I'm fully ripened. Interesting. I never knew that before. I guess it's time for me to put you back in the soil and head on out. May I please have your name before you leave? My name is Mona. And yours? I am Jackson. Well, it was nice to meet you, Jackson. And I will keep an eye on you until you are ripened. It was nice to meet you, too. I hope to talk to you again soon. She kept checking on the garden every day, but one day she woke up late, and by the time she got to the garden, the farmer was in the garden. He was harvesting some things, and she saw a couple carrots had been picked and put into his basket. But when she looked closely, she noticed that Jackson was still in the ground. Oh, I thought I missed my opportunity. She stuck up close to the garden. She watched the farmer picking other vegetables, and then he came to Jackson and Jackson's leaves had been ball- falling over, and his head was just out of the ground. No! He might pick Jackson! Oh, no! And after the farmer looked at the carrot for a minute, he did, in fact, pick Jackson out of the ground and set him under the basket. No! No! She wanted to get to Jackson and help him out. So when the farmer turned his back, she hopped into the garden, quietly creeped up to the basket, and grabbed Jackson the carrot and started hopping out of the garden. Farmer saw her said, No! You can't take my carrots! And he started to chase after Mona. Mona jumped over the garden fence and took off super fast. The farmer had no chance to catch that rabbit. Darn it! One less carrot for me! And Mona ran off as fast as she could up until she got behind a tree. Mona started talking to the carrot. Jackson! Jackson! Are you there? There was no response this time from the carrot. The carrot must be fully ripe and Jackson must have gone back into the soil. She was sad and happy at the same time. 
She decided she couldn't let this carrot go to waste, and Jackson wasn't the carrot anymore. So she had a nice, large carrot to eat that day. And as the fall and the winter passed, springtime came again, and things were growing in the garden. And the farmer was back out tending to his garden every day. And Mona was waiting and waiting for things to get ripe. And one day, she hopped in the garden and grabbed some celery. Mona, why did you grab me? I'm not ready yet. And Mona looked at Jackson and said, Oh, it's so good to see you. I think I'm going to come back here every day and talk to you until this celery is ripe. But put me back in the ground. I was enjoying a nap. All right, said Mona. And she hopped out of the garden. This concludes the story, The Living Garden. This podcast features the song, A Dinner and a Rabbit, by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. Please leave us a review, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.